Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Friday, other long-distance service out of D.C. is being suspended, too, to avoid stranding passengers. The murder case became a popular podcast. Now prosecutors say justice calls for a new trial. I'm Dick Iuliano. It's midnight on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Londoners and visitors to the British capital are paying final respects to their late queen of 70 years. Her coffin now in Westminster Hall for four days ahead of Monday's funeral service. This is just another sign of the respect the queen has in this country. Hundreds of thousands of people expected to walk past her coffin. Many are going to have to wait very many hours. In some cases, authorities say you might have to wait 30 hours. But even if it doesn't come to that, people are going to have lengthy stays in the lines. Correspondent Steve Futterman in London. In this country, there's a really major labor dispute deadline looming. Just about a day left now to head off a railroad strike that could have serious ripple effects through a fragile economy by worsening problems with those supply chains that have not fully recovered yet from the COVID pandemic. I'm Stephen Portnoy. To prevent a work stoppage, Republicans say they're ready now to impose the recommendations made by a presidential mediation board. But Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders blocked the fast-tracking of that. It is time for Congress to stand on the side of workers for a change. North Carolina's Richard Burr shot back. Some of those people, Bernie, that you're talking about standing up for if this rail strike continues, they're going to lose their job because of you. The unions holding out say they're making a stand for quality of life issues, including guaranteed sick days. A month-long federal trial has ended in Chicago for singer R. Kelly with his conviction on six of 13 child pornography counts, but not on several other allegations. Here's WBBM's Tara Molina. Kelly found not guilty on charges about conspiring to obstruct justice. That's related to his 2008 acquittal here in Cook County. Kelly found guilty on three of the five counts of enticement of a minor. Those are three of the women who told their stories in this trial. There's a GoFundMe campaign set up for Piper Lewis, the 17-year-old sex trafficking victim, who was ordered by a court to pay $150,000 to the family of a man she stabbed to death after he raped her. That donation drive has already raised $200,000. President Biden visited the Detroit Auto Show. I'm pleased to announce we're approving funding for the first 35 states, including Michigan, to build their own electric charging infrastructure throughout their state. Overseas, Ukrainian President Zelensky has made a visit to territory just retaken from Russia by his forces. We began to see the same pictures from Bucha, from the first deoccupied territories. Destroyed buildings, killed people. U.S. market futures slightly higher. This is CBS News. Hi there, Mina from HGTV's Good Bones. When it comes to replacement windows, I just had to go with the best window experts in the business, Window Nation. Energy efficient windows that have saved customers an estimated $40 million on energy bills. I've got them in my homes, and now is the best time to get them in yours. Now at Window Nation, get two free windows with every two you buy and pay zero interest until 2025. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Window Nation, the perfect fit. WTLP at 1203. And Thursday morning, September 15th, 2022. Clear, cool this overnight early morning. Very comfortable.
patchy fog by daybreak we may see. 50s and 60s for the low before we're done. We're at 61 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Langby. Thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we head into this Thursday together. Breaking news on WTOP. There is a feeling of dread this morning spreading at our area about a damaging freight rail worker strike that could start by week's end as early as Friday. New this morning, we've learned here at WTOP all Virginia service for Amtrak is being canceled starting tonight, Thursday night. Earlier, we learned here at WTOP all long-distance Amtrak trains are canceled to avoid passenger disruptions if and when that strike begins. Now, here are some of the D.C. connected lines that are shutting down. The Palmetto train from the District to Miami and the Auto train from Lorton to Florida. Also canceled the Crescent from D.C. to New Orleans, the Capital Limited, and the Cardinal to carry passengers from D.C. to Chicago. All of those lines are canceled starting Today, Thursday, most travel within the Amtrak-owned Northeast Corridor between D.C. and Boston and related branch lines would not be affected, and you can expect all Acela trains to run the schedule. Get more specifics, a click away at WTOP.com and stay with us for the latest developments as those contract negotiations continue this overnight early morning. WTOP News Time, now 12.05. In other news we're following for you this morning, the murder conviction of Adnan Saeed may be tossed out, we hear. Multiple prosecutors have asked a judge in this case to vacate the conviction from 22 years ago. This case drew national attention when it was featured last decade in the first season of the podcast Serial. Adnan Syed is serving a life sentence convicted of strangling his girlfriend and high school classmate Hay Min Lee in 1999. Baltimore State's attorney Marilyn Mosby says Syed should be given a new trial because while the state is not asserting his innocence, there's a lack of confidence in the integrity of the conviction. The prosecutor's office says a nearly year-long investigation revealed undisclosed and new information about two alternative suspects. Prosecutors are recommending Syed be released as the investigation continues. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Did you recently adopt a puppy? The Humane Rescue Alliance is looking this morning for six stolen puppies that may have been sold or given away to innocent new owners. After a rescued dog named Godiva gave birth to seven puppies last month, mom and pups were all placed in a foster home. But on August 30th, Godiva was found abandoned and tied to a pole. A search of a home in Northeast turned up just one of her missing puppies. We have never had an incident like this occur. The Humane Rescue Alliance's Chris Schindler. A reward of up to $7,500 is being offered for information leading to the rest of the litter. The puppies were only three and a half weeks at the time they were separated from their mother. See photos of Godiva and her puppies at WTOP.com. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. It's 12.06 Thursday morning on WTOP. Human trafficking is a crime from which no community is really immune. And one area police department hopes this morning to protect more children from becoming victims of it by focusing resources on another type of case. One of the things on the prevention side is we're really looking at the young people that, that are reported missing. Prince William County Police Chief Peter Newsham says they want to find those vulnerable kids who are out there without adult supervision before predators do because they're a popular target of traffickers. They'll manipulate them into a place where cooperation becomes very difficult for law enforcement. He says traffickers go to great lengths, too, to not get on the radar police. That's what makes finding them so difficult. He warns parents to closely monitor who their kids are talking to in person or online. If you see uh, that your child uh, appears to be kind of interacting with folks who you have concerns about, let somebody know. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 
Here's David and Lisa Stadler of Stadler Nurseries. Stadler's free tree planting sale is back. Now's the perfect time to plant trees for beauty, shade, and privacy. And to take advantage of our popular free tree planting sale. Buy any tree that is $200 or more between September 8th and October 9th, and we'll plant it in your yard free if you live within 30 miles of the nursery. Delivery and a one-year warranty are included. Stop by, shop online, or by phone. There's no need to meet with our landscape crew. Call 877-STADLER. Uh, Thursday morning, September 15th, 2022. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. It's 12.08. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks, our first midnight hit. Good morning to Ian Crawford. And good morning, Dino. We start in Virginia updating our crash activity southbound 395 through Alexandria just beyond Landmark and heading toward the Springfield Interchange. The crash near Edsel Road blocking the left side. Should be at least one right lane to get by, making your way toward the Springfield Interchange, and delays have eased considerably. Past that point, through the Springfield Interchange, onto 95 and its work zone mania. Southbounders after Quantico, the left lane to get by the work, and it's a very sluggish ride, and those lanes starting to fill up pretty quickly after Triangle heading toward Marine Corps Base Quantico and exit 148. Northbounders, your trouble begins right after the Rappahannock River, trying to get toward Falmouth, exit 133. A single right lane is what you have to work with there, and it's a very slow ride. Once you're past it, though, in each case, you are golden trying to get to and from the Springfield Interchange. On 66, inside the Beltway, there is work after Sycamore Street heading toward the Dulles Connector Road, the left lane getting by. After the Capitol Beltway, the overhead work at the Gallows Road overpass has you down to a, has you down to two right lanes as you travel 66 westbound beneath that overpass that they are rebuilding. On the overpass on Gallows Road, single-file traffic traveling in the northbound lane under direction. Also, on eastbound 66, between... Fair Oaks, exit 57 for Route 50 and 123. So between exits 57 and 60, it's a left lane to get by that work. And then there's the Beltway in Maryland. Good grief, it's still a mess after midnight. A single right lane getting past the work after Rockfield Pike all the way to Georgia Avenue. The delays, however, go back to Old Georgetown Road, and it is a long, slow Fairly painstaking ride. In the district, our earlier crash, I-295 northbound after Oxen Cove is gone. Visit Fitzball.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzball.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the rest of your week and your weekend over the next couple of days. Still looking great out there. We'll start off with nice, cool mornings and Nice mild afternoons. High temperature getting back to around 80 degrees on our Thursday. Uh, 82 degrees on Friday. We'll see a low Friday morning, though. Around 50 in the suburbs, around 60 in the city. So really nice and cool to start off on Friday with a high of 82. Saturday, look for a high of 83. Sunday, Boy, for high of 88 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist at Camera. We're at 70 degrees in DuPont Circle, 60 this midnight hour, Thursday morning, September 15th in Germantown, 61 in Annandale. We are at 67 now in our nation's capital. This midnight check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com and schedule your free in-home estimate today. The Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The very latest in just moments, this midnight hour on WTOP. You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. 
Virginia is for eaters and drinkers, all kinds of eaters and drinkers, for oyster shuckers and slurpers, winery samplers or all-day wine drinkers, brewery hoppers and distillery sippers, for those who order grits and those who order cheese grits. We all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. Mm. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. This is WTOP News. WTOP at 1212 on your Thursday morning. Glad you're with us at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app. Again, 1212. Now to the war between Russia and Ukraine. The Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, says the country's armed forces were moving forward towards victory, in his words, praising this week the return of the Ukrainian flag to recapture territory in the eastern part of the country. In the meantime, we're learning more about just how desperate Russian troops apparently were to escape Ukraine's counteroffensive there. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with details. One key development that proves how hasty and haphazard the Russian troops' evacuation from eastern Ukraine was is that they left a lot of weapons and vehicles and some very, very expensive stuff that the Russian military is running out of and can't get its hands on. They simply left it right there. And what Ukraine is doing is they're taking all of that, they're refurbishing it, and they're putting it into service, using it against Russia. And this speaks to exactly how much of a surprise this was to them. I spoke with the defense minister from Estonia who had visited Ukraine. He said they were surprised as well as a neighbor about this offensive that Ukraine has undertaken. But these key data points about how much the Russian troops have left behind is a key indicator of just how much disarray there is right now. The rapid military operation that has sent Russian troops running, it comes with an even steeper cost for Russia's government, does it? There's been a lot of dissent and criticism inside Russia from the very beginning. It's always been there to this war, and it's on the rise right now. And it's coming from, again, the elites in the country and people who by and large can afford to criticize without having to fear any kind of punishment. The number of people that can, can do that, it, it's very few, very few people. So these are people who typically would not criticize the Kremlin for anything that the Kremlin does of this nature or any kind of bullying or aggressive behavior. But they, they now, this is a big embarrassment for them. And so they're now pouring cold water on this whole war idea, some of them are at least, and Vladimir Putin's leadership. So they're going to be, in, in the coming days, most likely, there's going to be some understanding that Vladimir Putin may be losing his ironclad grip on power there. Can you tell us about Ukraine's offensive slowing down? Yeah, it's slowing down. And they needed a break after what they've done. I mean, they've taken more than 2,300 miles of territory. And a lot of it, I mean, came within the last couple of days. They need to hold the territory that they have. So in order to do that, they needed to just make sure that they've got enough resources and troops in places where they need to hold. And so I think the situation right now that's going on with this slowdown is designed. They know that they need a break. They know that these troops need rest and uh, they know that they need to make sure that they're ready for the next step. With the latest on the war between Ukraine and Russia, that's WTOP's national security correspondent J.J. Green on Skype with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It is September 15th. Good Thursday morning. Sports time at 12.15. Here's Rob. The final battle of the Beltways of 2022 was decided by a Little League home run. Swinging a shot fair inside the third base bag. Down the line, headed for the corner. Racing for the plate is Vavra. Mullins can fly. He's going to round third and score. And Hernandez lost the ball. It slipped out of his hand. And this is going to clear the bases. Dave Jagler with a call of the key play in the Orioles' 6-2 win over the Nationals to sweep the two games in D.C. and take three of four in the season series. Cesar Hernandez earned the error for that play in what was only his fourth start in left field over a 10-year career. Did that have anything to do with it, Dave Martinez? Nothing at all. It's just a... It's just bad luck. Patrick Corbin knows plenty about bad luck after a strong six-inning start for no decision. The O's win and the Rays loss pulls Baltimore within four games of the last AL wildcard. At Washington Commanders practice, George Wallace was there for a promising sight. Brian Robinson riding the stationary bike and doing agility drills. His right leg is bandaged, but what a story. He is eligible to be back in week five. Which would be exactly six weeks after being shot in a D.C. robbery attempt. More feel-good news for Terry McLaurin, who celebrates his 27th birthday Thursday. 2022 has probably been my biggest year of growth from my personal life to on the field to my leadership. I'm just really fortunate to be where I am and to see where things are heading for myself. If he gets a 2-0 start to the season as a belated birthday gift in Detroit, it'll be Washington's first since 2011. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. As always, 12-17, Thursday morning, September 15th. The top stories we're following on WTLP this morning. Breaking rail systems are on edge this Thursday morning with a possible freight worker strike starting Friday, week's end. The walkouts would cancel some mark lines and all service on VRE. Amtrak is now canceling all Virginia service tonight and all long-distance routes starting today, this Thursday. Get all details. Click away at WTLP.com. A Chicago jury has found former R&B superstar R. Kelly guilty of sex crimes, including producing images of child sexual abuse and forcing young teens to have sex. Kelly's already been sentenced to 30 years in prison for a previous conviction. Parents who say their preschoolers were sexually abused by a teacher at Washington Hebrew Congregation are suing. But the Temple claims in a pretrial motion the parents signed a waiver at enrollment giving up their right to sue. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. The Virginia Congresswoman who sits on the January 6th House Committee has been receiving threats. She's now getting some extra security. The city of Norfolk, where Democratic Congresswoman Elaine Loria lives, has agreed to accept nearly $70,000 in funding from the U.S. Capitol Police, money that will pay for local sheriff's deputies to operate as independent contractors to provide extra security for Loria. The Congresswoman appreciates the close coordination between local law enforcement and Capitol Police. Luria spokesman Jace Jenko tells WTOP that the threats have been coming as a result of Luria sitting on the House January 6th committee investigating the Capitol riot. It's unfortunate that standing up for the truth in America today means risking the health and safety of you and your family. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 1218. Over to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Back to Virginia, taking our crash 395 southbound near Edsel Road over on the left side. Waiting for an all-clear here, but it shouldn't be too much trouble to get past it. 95 getting a little crowded southbound after Marine Corps Base Quantico exit 148. The left lane past the work zone, and again, like I say, it's getting to be a little sluggish past that work zone. Northbounders even more sluggish coming out of Fredericksburg and crossing the Rappahannock River. The work zone near exit 7, next at 133, I should say, for Route 17 at Falmouth. That's a single right lane to get by, and again, a sluggish ride. 
on 66. Inside the Beltway, the westbound work is going to be after Sycamore Street with the left lane getting by. Immediately after the Capitol Beltway, as you get ready to go past or underneath Gallows Road, as they work on the overhead, as they work on the overpass over your head, it's a two-right lane to get by. Then after the Manassas Rest Area, left lane getting by there. Crash activity in Falkier County. It's going to be westbound 66 near Delaplane and Route 23 with a left lane blocked at last report. Eastbounders, you'll find work after 29 Centerville with a right lane getting by. And then after exit 57 for Route 50 at Fair Oaks, it's a left lane to get by. That will carry you past 123. The ramp from eastbound 66 to 123, exit 60, that is blocked by work. In Maryland, the long slow line continues on the interloop of the Capitol Beltway after Old Georgetown Road. The work zone carrying you all the way to a point just before Georgia Avenue. A right lane getting by very, very slowly. If you've got a plan B, a nice drive through places like Bethesda and places like Wheaton to try and get around this one wouldn't be the worst idea. In the district, the earlier crashes we had on I-295 and on the ramp to from the Suitland Parkway to go to I-295, all clear. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. I uh, hope you've been enjoying this nice weather because we've got a lot more of that coming. High temperature on your Thursday up to 80 after a yet another beautiful start to the day. On Friday, starting off with temperature down to close to 50 degrees in some of the coolest suburbs. Maybe even cooler, but uh, high temperatures rebounding up into the upper 70s to low 80s. Saturday, a high temperature of 83 degrees, another great day. And on Sunday, well, that's when it starts to get a little warm, going for a high temperature of 88 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now we're at 70 degrees at Reagan National, 66, BWY Marshall, 63. This midnight hour at Dulles, Thursday morning, September 15th. And checking the current temp in our nation's capital this morning, down a degree to 66 degrees. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. 1-800-279-5300. New Look Home Design. Check them out. WTOP at 1221. Your home, your success. That's something I see on Jennifer Young's newsletters. This is Dave Johnson. Jennifer Young and her team with their marketing will help you get the most out of your home when it's time to sell. Give Jennifer a call at 877-611-SELL or go online to jenniferyounghomes.com. William Realty, 703-815-5700. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. WTOP News. WTOP News time, twelve twenty-two. Welcome in this Thursday morning. Glad you're with us. In June, South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham celebrated the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe versus Wade. At the time, he gave interviews applauding the court's decision to give states the power to decide abortion rights and restrictions. Now, this week, Graham has introduced another bill that would establish a national ban on most abortions after 15 weeks, and many Democrats are looking at this as a gift for the midterms just around the corner. This morning, Washington Post Live anchor Leanne Caldwell on the response to Graham's abortion ban proposal this week about 
55 days before the actual midterm election. So when Senator Lindsey Graham decided to introduce this bill, he didn't really consult with many in his party, many senators, I should say. And while he had some representatives of anti-abortion groups standing behind him, he did not have the support of his many of his Senate colleagues, especially Senate leadership. And so many Republicans in the Senate thought that this was something that was quite curious and mystifying, especially as Republicans have been not unified on what it should be. And also now that Republicans are being kind of penalized for restricting abortion access in states and elections across the country. Are there any notable Republican supporters? There's a couple of people who are running for Senate who are supporting it, including Herschel Walker of Georgia, um, his campaign said that he would support the 15-week national ban. Blake Masters of Arizona, ultimately his campaign said that he would support it too. Senator Marco Rubio, who's running for re-election in Florida, told me today that he was going to support it. And so there are campaigns that think that this is, in fact, something that would be acceptable in their states. But for the most part, there are many candidates who have different opinions on this, especially in national ban. Most people who are running for Senate or Republicans in the Senate would say, let's just stay out of this for a while. Let's let the states deal with it and we'll address it later. Now, on the Democratic side, I don't know that we're seeing, you know, arms raised, jumping up and down celebrations. But let's put it this way. The Democrats are really pleased about this. They think suddenly they're getting even more of a boost for the midterms. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe not jumping up and down because they don't want that to be the visual, but they are pretty thrilled. Lindsey Graham is perhaps their favorite Republican right now. House Democrats spent a closed door meeting in the morning, mostly talking about this and how this is the gift that will keep on giving. And so they think that this points to the Republican Party being extreme on the issue of abortion. They say that voters have already punished Republicans in Kansas and New York State on the issue because of the issue of abortion. And so they think that this is more motivation for voters to turn out and vote Democrat in November. That's Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell, who is also the co-author of The Early 202 on Skype in a conversation with our Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. It's 12.25 Money News. We bring you each half hour at 25 and 55. Let's check in with Jeff this morning. The Dow finished Wednesday up, although just 30 points. Wholesale prices fell a tenth of a percent last month. Annual wholesale inflation came in at 8.7%, down from 9.8% in July. Inflation in the mid-Atlantic and mountain states are higher than the national average. It's lower in the southwest and midwest. When compared to states, D.C. has the highest per capita income in the nation for the 11th straight year at more than $96,000. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Do not miss the Mervis Diamond Sale this weekend. Enjoy special savings on our fabulous lab-grown diamonds. The diamond quality is fantastic and the brilliance is superb. Now you can get a bigger diamond for less money. Even more, this weekend take an extra 10% off our famous mermaid lab-grown diamonds. Or get up to 60 months to pay with zero interest. The sale is on this weekend only at all Mervis stores. Reserve your private showing on MervisDiamonds.com or call 1-800-HER-LOVE. 
People are driving from all over to take advantage of Diamonds Direct's incredible finance offer. For a limited time, you can make any 